Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the magnificent Silverdome, and welcome to the Super Quiz Cup 3! Applause. Hey. Yeah. Thanks for the enthusiasm, guys. I appreciate it. Clip the mic in two seconds. Nailed it. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the broadcast booth. I'm Gorilla Mon, I mean Rich, uh, along with my colleague, <laughs> Tax the Body Williams, and our special three celebrity guests. With these 90,000 plus on hand, you could, with the electricity that's in the air, you could cut it with a knife. Well, I tell you, Rich, I'm pumped up. I'm ready for Super Quiz Cup 3, the greatest wrestling extravaganza or anything in the history of sports. And I know you guys are ready, aren't you guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Enthusiasm. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> Who would have thought we didn't, in, didn't practice that intro? <laughs> I thought it went quite well. We did yeah, really Nicely good. done. Slick. Very good. My name is Rich. This is the World of Wrestling Podcast. Let's go around the table and introduce everyone. I am Tax Williams. Cool. You are the, are the host here, so. <laughs> Is it because I didn't say my good buddy Tax Williams like every time I did? I this? just introduced myself. You, you did. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Nick. That's it. It's me. It's me. It's the M A W T H U N T L E Y. Well, I'll tell you, I'm here today to defend the Super Quiz Cup. Two for two, soon to be three for three. Uh, my name is Will Power, the guarantee of victory from Down by the Sea, and your favourite professional wrestler. Amazing. I completely forgot we're supposed to do promos for this. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Tex Williams, yeah. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you could have said oh, at least uh, a prep, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, it's me, it's the voice of, uh, voice of OW. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Kill that one again. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> As our two defending champions are now split up. Into singles competitors, we have a Hang fatal four-way. By rules, you should throw him through a window. <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> no, because he's the one who's going to have a more a successful career. <laughs> so he should throw me through a window. Also, it'd be bad because we're in Rich's house. And, yeah, uh, please. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is great winter, windows. yeah. <laughs> sure, I like my windows. I don't need that window. <laughs> but as long as no one can like, have a shaving phone, can't explain on their face like Sid Vicious had. <laughs> just make it look like something unfortunate happened. But you guys will, as always, be competing for... Who's got it? Your cat. Okay, can someone grab it? It's down by Nick. The all impressive. <laughs> someone lift up the face level so the cameras definitely get it. You work face. There we go. Hey. That was an inside <laughs> joke. The <there>. Super <laughs> Quiz Cup. What a glorious piece of hardware this is. I think it's the agree. only time beautiful. I'm ever going to lift it. Very beautiful. <laughs> oh. Now yeah. let's take it off the table this time so yeah. it's not directly in front of someone's face like the last Super Quiz Cup. Yeah. I am on direct instructions from my wife not to win this so that piece of track doesn't come back to my home. <laughs> what do you mean? It's gorgeous. So the Super Quiz Cup 3. All the excitement coming at you right now. Let's go down to ringside for our first game of the evening. Evening, boys! Yay! Yay! We will be playing one for. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get out! <laughs> we will be playing. Come wrestle with me, aka the Great British Wrestle Off. Jesus so proud Christ! <laughs> so all four competitors have submitted their choices for this game prior to this event. Every competitor sitting at the table has selected the greatest wrestling match of all time. 
Greatest is uh, an interesting term considering what you guys have picked. <laughs> okay. Uh, you will now attempt to convince your fellow competitors that, that that match is the greatest match of all time. Okay. You will each have a, m a maximum of five minutes to give some sort of presentation or reasoning as to why this match is the greatest of all time. I bought Gulak's PowerPoint presentation. Am I allowed to use it? You can do whatever you want, mate. That's the joy of this game. You will then receive questions from your fellow competitors. The scoring is as follows. After all four presentations have been made, you will each at the table award each other zero points, one point, and three points. I can't do numbers. Sorry. <laughs> Zero points, one point, and three points. Can I just clarify? So I could award three, 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 or... Oh, no, no, you can no, three no, points, no, no, no. Two points, Everyone, one, so yeah, one yeah, point. yeah. Ah, I so see. it has to be zero one three or three one zero or whatever it is. I see. Okay, so they someone can't. at the table could leave the table could leave this game with zero points. <gasps> Thank goodness. But someone could leave with twelve, right? No, nine. nine. <laughs> Tax man. Give me a high five. Don't leave me hanging. I'm. I'm not. Don't leave me hanging. Don't for, leave me hanging. You're my friend. Not for basic <laughs> mathematics. We're no longer friends. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> okay. So all judging will be written down in secret before the reveals. So potentially play a quarter of nine points, blah, blah, blah. You can cheat and give three points to the worst argument if you so choose. You can be honest and give your points to the best argument. Is honesty the best policy? We will start with the band to my left. Mr. Tax Williams, your choice, please. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners, I want to take you back to a time in WWF when the Attitude Era was at its peak. Steve Austin had just been run over by an unknown assailant. <laughs> did it for The Rock. I did it for The Rock. <laughs> However, the match, the greatest match of all time, when you look now back at it from 2019 to 1999, this match includes four Hall of Famers, five if you include the aftermath. It includes innovative offense. It includes great storytelling. <laughs> I take you to Armageddon 1999, headlined by Vince McMahon and Triple H. But oh no, that is not the greatest match of all time. The greatest match of all time is the WWF Women's Championship match, evening gown pool match, featuring BB, Jackie, <laughs> Ivory and Miss Kitty, with special guest officials of Moolah and Mae Young. I can tell already you're astounded by the choice, but here, let me tell you for why this is the greatest match of all time. I've already touched on the Hall of Famers. Ivory, Jackie, two fantastic in-ring competitors being able to harness their skills in a paddling pool. A paddling pool, including two relatively... You're so full of shit. <laughs> including two very green women to the business, being BB, who we saw a few shows before, is the medic who's been helping at ringside, so there's progressive storytelling, who also had massive norks. <laughs> before the match, we even had Michael Cole, for some reason, in the ladies' locker room. We can't do that now. When is the time when we can go back into a women's locker room <laughs> and interview women while they are showering and getting ready? Why can we not do this anymore? It was a better time for everyone. <laughs> Hi, Jim oh, Cornette. <laughs> to the match itself, it started, all the action started even before the final competitor out. Close your eyes and picture it. Miss Jackie was standing at poolside, and then the cat, Miss Kitty, arrived in her black, slender evening gown with Jerry Lawler <laughs> saying on commentary, the cat has been told she has to wear underwear to this show. Outrageous. Women being oppressed in 1999. What are we talking about? 
as Ivory, the defending women's champion, arrives, Miss Jackie and the cat fall into the pool, already fighting each other before the champions arrived, clearly trying to get the advantage. And then BB, well, what happened to her? Big boobed medic lady. Who knows, but she came out in a beautiful red evening gown. Now, <laughs> you spent three minutes talking about what they're wearing. <laughs> this is amazing. The purpose of the match. They then use an innovative technique on BB to try and drown her, but yet the buoyancy of her bosom prevents her from being drowned. <laughs> the aim of the game, if you haven't watched this show before, is to strip your opponent of the evening gown. Jackie lost her dress first, then BB lost her dress, then Ivory lost her dress to reveal Miss Kitty as our winner and a new WWF Women's Champion. But then, this is where the iconic moment in all of pay-per-view history occurs. Kitty gets on the microphone and says, you guys came here to see me get naked. And then they start playing what can be described music that sounds <laughs> as she took off her dress, unclipped her bra and lifted it in the air to reveal to the live audience and teenage me pre-WrestleMania 2000, the greatest sight in professional wrestling ever. Sergeant Slaughter, Hall of Famer number five, came out to wrap her up in a towel and escorted her away. To then be left with the glorious lady of wrestling, not the p- prostitute pimping moolah. Oh no, beautiful, beautiful May Young. God bless you, May Young. You take a power bomb through a table and then you try and get your tits out on national TV, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Try the, she, she achieved that. Well, that was at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> okay, you see, fair enough. Where they had the first sign of goat tits pre Paris Hilton. Nice, ladies and gentlemen the greatest wrestling match of all time, the WWF women's title defended in a Paul evening gown match at Armageddon 1999. Well done, sir. Very well done, sir. When you chose this, I wasn't sure how that presentation was going to come out. That was bloody good. I'm impressed. The best thing is I wrote no notes on that and that's just off the top of my head. Good job, man. Because I've committed it to memory. (laughs) Gentlemen, would you like to ask some questions about this choice? Uh, yes, what are goat tits? <laughs> goat tits are <laughs> breasticles that hang down quite low and swing, similar to goat's udders. A bit like mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. That's okay. Yeah, I have a saying. Uh, do you think that this being an evening gal match and a swimming pool match, it's a gimmick on top of a gimmick, which is never usually a good thing? Well, I disagree because it's clearly a good thing because you've got best of both worlds. You've got swimming. Everyone likes a swimming gala. You've got the opportunity for new innovative offense, i.e. drowning. And obviously, everyone loves seeing people dressed up for a lovely night out. Tick, tick, tick. And a championship's <laughs> on the line. How can you argue that? sound effects as well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put them in. <laughs> Add the little ticks onto it. Got any questions, Nick? Um, I can only think of one other swimming pool match and that's the DDT one. Oh, the, with Chris Brooks going down the slide? Yeah. Yeah, and they, see, it set the path for future swimming pool matches. It Literally was, a, it was ahead of its or time. one of them. <laughs> there was that Japan FMW. They had the uh, exploding swimming pools, yeah. sharks. There were sharks. You used there, to read yeah. about it on like the video sites. Like, what was this shark? like? And don't get Probably confused. Probably was FMW. <laughs> don't get confused with future pudding bowl matches or gravy bowl matches. Mm. No, no. This is a proper pure swimming pool match. This is an Olympic swimming pool for a paddling pool. I say, was it? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> you see Olympic diving. You see Olympic swimming. You don't see Olympic gravy boats, do you? True. Absolutely. Yeah. Four. Cross sports. <laughs> there you go. 
Maybe you'd like to discredit his argument to see how it would improve your argument. Was it really a match, though? The bell rung and a champion was crowned. Yes. You could also play this sort of a game on a WWE SmackDown vs. Raw game, I believe, in the earlier days where you had to button bash to remove women's clothes. So, so much that so... euphemism? <laughs> I wish it was, but this wasn't on the N64. This was on a PlayStation, so there was no foul play as such in uh, a hand. But no, so it set the trail for future gaming generations to enjoy other elements and essentially was one of the high points and then the Attitude Era just plummeted after that. Well, uh, certainly a compelling argument. Okay, are we done? Done. I'm done. Sure. Do you have a host question? No, I'm good. I'm totally fine with this. So, uh, okay, I'll ask you one. Explain how this is the greatest match in the shortest way possible. Because it has a bit of everything that makes professional wrestling and storytelling brilliant. So, better than any WrestleMania main event, better than any... Are you trying to tell me that the last few WrestleMania main events have been better than this match? No, not at all. There you go. There have been some classics over the years, obviously. Yeah, because that Brock Roman Reigns one was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Shall we move on, boys? Yes. Okay. Mr. Nick, what is Uh, your choice, good sir? I haven't really prepared much to that extent. (laughs) It's fine. I literally watched the match before I came over. Uh, So I'm just going to say what it is. British Bulldog... Bret Hart, SummerSlam 92. Solid. A bloody classic. You'll never hear a crowd, in the UK at least, that loud ever again, I don't think. There's the main event... Well, give me time. (laughs) (laughs) The main event of the SummerSlam that was in England for a start, one of the big four or five, depends which one you count. Like King of the Ring, I guess, was one. Yeah, it was for me. Yeah, that was for me, yeah. Yeah. You talk about the Albert Hall one, or...? No? Which no, one are you talking about? Just the big five. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about specifically yeah. British ones. I mean, no, how no. many? <laughs> Sorry, go on. Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> Insurrection. Capital Carnage. <laughs> All classics. Yeah, but having, like, I feel like uh, wrestling fans now that wish we had WrestleMania don't know about that SummerSlam. I mean, yeah. I wish we had WrestleMania, mm-hmm. but I'm not greedy. I'm happy with that SummerSlam being in Wembley that one time. Yeah. But... You can't get any bigger than that. They went on as the main event and their world title match was Macho Man versus Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. Sure. And was this like the beginning of Vince McMahon pushing smaller guys? Because it definitely worked. Sorry, the British Bulldog, smaller guy. <laughs> Bret Hart, <laughs> you said it. Like, oh, True, true. And he was shorter than Ultimate Warrior, I guess. <laughs> He wasn't vain, he was, was wider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just technical wrestling at its finest. It's a great match. And there's a lot of uh, uh, rest holds, I guess. But that's what makes the, the, the moves that they do more powerful i guess yep it makes the makes the high spots mean more yeah mm-hmm. it makes the crowd react mm-hmm. more yeah. when they do little even though there's not a lot of them the crowd reacted a lot better than what they would have if there was just it's just constant bang yeah. bang 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 yeah so it's not it was like before all this spot fest that you get nowadays in indies and stuff mm-hmm. or AEW as well sometimes and it was just a pure wrestling match 
between two brothers-in-laws and a fantastic crowd that couldn't boo anybody. So Bret Hart made them boo him. That's basically saying he is the best. Because mm-hmm. you can't boo Bret Hart back then. Mm-hmm. And he made them do it. And was like, yes, he knows what he's doing. And then British Bulldog was just there. But it was because it sounded <laughs> 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 well, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and British Bulldog, no, because he was in his home country, so he w- he had to be there, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And in the peak of fizz conditioning, the best of his life. Yeah, it was like two years before I met him as well. Okay, <laughs> I think I forget. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it. I literally did not prepare. <laughs> <laughs> all right I'll, well, give you, I'll give you a heads up okay the story tell me about the story the story of brother and brother-in-laws i don't brothers-in-law yeah i don't know yeah. how to say it they are yeah um, <coughs> yeah what was the story <laughs> it's kind of fucking important no it's not our match i watched the i watched the pre-match interviews as well and now i can't remember what they said it I was remember what he said. He said, the British Bulldog's going to win <laughs> whether he wants to or not. <laughs> that should have been your finishing oh, line. Wait, sure. were you that kid? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, this has got interesting. <laughs> um, it was mostly... <laughs> Sorry. Go on, Gary. It was mostly based around because they're brothers-in-law. Brother and... Because they're brothers. Fuck it. I'm just going to stick to brothers. <laughs> Chill out, Jim Cornette. <laughs> <laughs> and like... Uh, yeah, the yeah, it was just because of family. It was like a big deal. <laughs> like Diana had to choose between like the interview before with uh, I don't I can't remember his name, Sean Mooney. She was very uh, nervous, and she was like, "Like I am right now. Can I stop talking now?" <laughs> yeah, you can stop a, talking whenever you want. There's mate. a time limit on this, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was say just it. about <laughs> reached a time limit. All right, cool. Questions, boys. Yeah, so this is a match that crossed my mind when I was considering the greatest match of all time as well. So exactly, I'm with you on this for sure. Um, would you say this is the best match that Bulldog ever had? Do you think? Probably, I would say so. <laughs> More <laughs> conviction. Yeah, Get no, your argument over. Come on, mate. <laughs> he, you can do it. I believe in you. He has, <laughs> had, he has had some good matches, but come on. It's Bret Hart. <laughs> Come on, it's Bret Hart. <laughs> it's the best argument ever. Come on, it's I'm Bret Hart. I swear I can't. You can't have a bad match with Bret Hart, though, can <laughs> you? He's got a point. No, true, fair, true, true. Like, yeah. It's a fair point. That's I'm a fair a point. Unless you count when they brought Bret back, but he wasn't allowed to wrestle. Yeah. So they put a load of belts on him and put him in main events. <laughs> there is that, yeah. Or his match with Vincent. Yeah. yeah, well, that yeah. was the period, yeah. Um. Now... We have to have some responsibility in this podcast, and I feel I have to point something out that I think you spotted. Uh, do you know the, Have you read Brett's book? No. Do you know how the British Bulldog prepared for this match? No. Oh, well, what, boy, what a... <laughs> you are in for a surprise. Yeah. Like every athlete who should prepare for any event should, young wrestlers, you need to prepare how Bulldog prepared. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so it, you don't know, according to Brett's book, because I don't want us to get any legal trouble... <laughs> Uh, according to Bret Hart's book, it's all his fault, miss. Um, what you do is you just say the worst <laughs> statement you can possibly think of to say allegedly at the end and you get away with everything, it's fine. <laughs> and this is quite sad. And this makes, and actually, in my opinion, this makes the match even more incredible. The Bulldog, like, holed up in his hotel room for weeks beforehand, smoking crack. 
and on the day of the match just went up to Brett and said, I don't know what to do. I was meant to be training and I spent the whole time smoking crack. Do you think that makes this match better or worse? It makes Bret Hart better. He made British Bulldog look amazing. He did. Because yeah. this is where Bulldog even <laughs> was like, Bret was like, and we got out there and Bulldog couldn't remember anything. Yeah, literally. In Bulldog's defence, apparently crack is very Moorish. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> Similar to how Crunchy Nut is rather expensive, if I recall. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so basically Bulldog got in the ring and just had no idea what he was meant mm. to be doing. The whole match is Bret. Yeah. Yeah. We're big fans. I mean, we even nicked the finish to this match for our <laughs> match. We have, yeah. <laughs> the old Samson pin. Um, yeah. 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 It's yeah, effect- affected our career. <laughs> yes. This although will we stayed although yeah, we stayed on the crack. Yeah. All time. <laughs> we just mainline Herald. <laughs> <laughs> this will always be, in my mind, from a UK fan perspective, one of the greatest matches of all time because it headlined the biggest wrestling crowd in the UK. However, if you take it from the perspective of global wrestling fans... If they watch this in comparison to what they consider to be the best wrestling match of all time, would they even rank or even acknowledge Brett versus Bulldog in their top five, let alone top ten, um, matches of all time? It's Bret Hart, isn't it? <laughs> you have yeah. one fucking argument. Yeah. But, but then you say <laughs> you've got Brett, you then got Brett versus Sean, Brett versus Benoit. Yeah, but you... Brett Austin? You just said about oh. that story in his book. Yes. And it was all Brett in that match so true i don't know brett ever wrestled another um guys in the fours of the other thing as well is what did it lead to because the bulldogs icy title reign was over within a few months and then he was gone it was dropped the belt onto a man because he was in the uk to send the fans home happy classic old mania style put it, it on the bank build a lot unlike that epic miss kitty title Stop run. defending his <laughs> argument you're meant to be arguing against it <laughs> We are. Oh, is he agreeing? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I was just thinking about how great Miss Kitty was. <laughs> and she went on to be a pioneer. <coughs> Do you not think uh, the match is good because the crowd is generous? How do you mean? If the crowd aren't behind them for this, do you not think that it's, it's a standard, pretty mediocre, hold for hold, but little that, bit of a finish? But again, it's a, I mean, I'm defending this because I really like the match but it, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's subjective this is not how the yeah. game goes it's, it's <laughs> or is he playing devil's advocate it's it, my favourite match of all time <laughs> I'm trying to pick it apart right okay hard yeah it's a bad match <laughs> if you watch the in-ring with Muton similar to if you watch the in-ring with Rock Hogan on they would both be subpar matches other than Brett pulling a great match as always out of his backside the fans added sure. to it. Without the fans, I don't know if you look back at it with nostalgia, if you're not a UK wrestling fan, you'd sit there and go, eh. Yeah, but why are the fans cheering? It, it, just a sideline for any match, why are the fans cheering? Not necessarily because the in-ring action is because they care about the competitors. Wicked does not get this game. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do not get this game. Yeah. Right, shall we move on? Yes. Let's do that. Okay, Mr. Wicked, what is your choice, good sir? Now you've defended Nick's for the past five Thank minutes. Thank you for that. <laughs> Okay, so um, to be honest, I struggled to pick one. I really did, as Rich knows. Um, I was umming and ahhing over it quite a bit. Um, yeah, it's been quite a tough few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's emotional. <laughs> but I'm towards the end now, so I'm feeling okay. The weight is lifted off my shoulders. Of life, or like, what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, <laughs> no, I should go away feeling lighter. <laughs> Here and to announce his retirement from professional <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> so I thought, well, how do I pick something that's almost impossible how do i pick something that's predominantly subjective isn't it pro wrestling it's what you enjoy 
So you know, I almost went down a pragmatic route. Do I look at uh, pay-per-view buy rates? Do I look at highest grossing uh, match? Do I look at from a technical point of view? Maybe from uh, maybe pick a match that I'd suggest that wrestlers who are uh, training to be pro wrestlers would study. Um, but in the end, I just decided to go with my heart, and I went with one that I just enjoy watching, which was. Uh, Woo! Ric Flair versus, ooh, yeah, dig it, the macho man Randy Savage at <laughs> WrestleMania 8. It's a love of my life, that match, I've got to tell you now, boys. It's uh, one that, WrestleMania 8 was the first WrestleMania that I watched, so there's uh, full of nostalgia for me there. And it's just a match that I could watch again and again. Two of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Um, a great story leading in, and some excellent promos either side of the match as well uh, and you all know i'm a promo guy and i absolutely loved some of the promo work going into it and the structure of the match was brilliant it's a, a, a fantastic main event match so actually in terms of studying if anyone is a trainee wrestler it's certainly a good one to watch to how to structure a main event match um plenty of shenanigans at the end as well which i know my friend over here tax williams is quite a fan of um yeah, man, I just went with my heart, and I, I I love the match, and it's just a match that fills me with nostalgia and fills my heart with love. Cool, I That's like it. Oh, Good job, mate. Oh, you're doing round of applause. Yeah. I've got that. Yeah, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> God, cheers. Right, questions, lads. Well, it is a very good match, but it's not the best. And it's not even the best on that card, because I throw t- into the mix Roddy Piper, Bret Hart, IC title. Much better match, in my opinion. Um, Tax, what's the finish of the Savage Flair match? It Go. is the elbow drop. Is it not? So you don't remember the finish. What's the finish of the Bret Hart-Roddy Piper match? <laughs> well, as you're an avid listener of the podcast, you'll know that we have the sleeper hold into the roll-up finish. Exactly. We talk about it quite often. <laughs> so I would argue it's a very good match. It's between two excellent competitors. But the fact that it's upstaged by another match on the show... But then, again, not to accidentally ruin the game for the concept of debate, <laughs> I see that point. But then, from WrestleMania, do you remember the build-up to Piper Bret Hart? Or do you remember the build-up with the video-edited fit photographs of Flair with Elizabeth? Does that make a good story? Because for me, as a story guy, this is up there with the cat winning the title mm. as the greatest match of all time. The one thing you failed to mention was the doctored photos of Elizabeth and Flair that led to this. Well, that was mm. the mention of the storytelling. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's a major part. I remember that storyline for years. And, and also, from my own personal standpoint, Brett and Roddy Piper shaking hands at the end of the match. What's the point? Well, Don't have a match with you, mates. Pointless. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. You two slate that finish all the time on your podcast. So, Well, we don't slate it. It's you. You the hate f- handshakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate, I hate handshakes. You both hate not handshakes. I don't mind mm. the finish of the roll-up. In context, although the amount Tax talks about his extracurricular activities, <laughs> I would never shake his hand. <laughs> Fear I'll I'll never get it always back. use a sock. <laughs> yeah. Do you uh, not think the shenanigans take away from the story of the two wrestlers competing physically against each other? No. <laughs> Why not? Um, because I in- I enjoy that sort of roller coaster that wrestlers can take you on. Yeah, sure they can work in the ring, but also you need to show or demonstrate that you can tell a story with what you've got as well. It's not just about moves; it's about using the props around you, i.e., your managers, your referees, um, and that's important. There's no point in having referees out there and and 
lovely Miss Elizabeth if you're not going to use them in the finish. And the, the lovely Dave Hebner as well, don't forget. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel, though, about the crowd interaction to this match? Do you think the crowd would have been more into this had this main evented, and rightly so, because it was for the belt, so it should have main evented WrestleMania 8? Had Papa Shango not missed his cue? There is that. <laughs> um, I Do you think that the crowd went into it then? Or? I don't think they... W- I think they would have been into it more had it been the main event. Possibly. I mean, it's sort of mid-card, was it? Yeah, it was right the, best, the, middle, it was yeah. the yeah. best story going into it, but they threw it away in the middle when everyone was already a little bit bit of a lull. Because again, mm. they would have had, I think it was Piper Bret Hart before this match, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I think so, yeah. So they're already exhausted from the Piper Bret. Well, that's Piper Bret's fault then, isn't it? Because they put yeah. too much of a good match. Exactly. They and blew the crowd up. <laughs> and they didn't structure the card properly. That's not their fault. But that's what I'm saying. Had it been a main event, the crowd I blame the added. bookers. I blame the wrestlers <laughs> prior to going into that match. <laughs> they should have done a worse job with their match. So it's their fault. Not matches and flares. I can't wait for your pep talk at the next show. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's shit, because I'm on before the interval. <laughs> but I think had it been in the main event, this would have been in people in a lot more people's top matches because had the crowd been into it with all the false finishes because you didn't really have many false finishes and for a mid card yeah. was that out of place if there were false finishes in a mid card away from the main event hey they can't help the book and they just do what they've, uh, they've been given right <laughs> nothing yeah. you want to add so an argument there alright do you not think uh, the roll up is a bit cheap um have you not heard Rich it's the most devastating move <laughs> in all of wrestling what the roll up? Mm. I like it. Uh, no, not really. Why? I'm just just saying it's, <laughs> it's a roll up finish. Like you know, greatest matches of all time. Bit of a roll up, bit of interference. It's like nah. yeah. I don't mind a roll up finish. I will say I love the fucking match. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favourites again. But do you know what? I, I just I again, it's nostalgia for me. I just really enjoy the match. I mean. I can't say fair enough. I know it's not a perfect match, but then what? No, is? he was at ringside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. See you later. <laughs> Zing. Um, well played. It, it <laughs> <laughs> Such a hard topic to talk about, though, because it's subjective, isn't it? It's what you enjoy. Sure, yeah, yeah. This is, this is my favourite match. Cool, I like it. I like how there's been some games going on with other people defending each other. Are we searching for points, <laughs> by the way? Because like, I wonder where this is going. We should all take this into account. Right. Number four, Mr. Willpower. I believe you have a presentation for us, sir. I do. You're right. This is hard to talk about it. But why talk when you can sing? (laughs) (laughs) Cut while I get my guitar. No worries. Okay. So this match was from No Mercy 1999. And as a tribute to China and Jeff Jarrett, I've written a country song. But not just any country song. I've written a feminist country anthem to pay tribute to both of those amazing athletes and their good housekeeping match. When you grow up, you just might get told good girls don't get in fights, but China never really felt that way. Well, he was crass, southern and rude in the era known as Attitude. Old Double J was putting all women folk down. <laughs> the date was set, the match was signed. I see title on the line. No match not seen before. Part kitchenware, nightmare part all out walkers. Good housekeeping ain't hard to do. Keep the eyes on the prize front of you cause China's 
gonna do it for the sisterhood So bring a mop, bring a broom, bring the kitchen sink Cause it's time to change ways that a few folks think Cause China's gonna do it for the sisterhood on the attack when the bell did sound took an ironing board and hit him around with a kenwood mixer she split his skull in two now jeff didn't mop clean or cook but he knew every rule in the cheetah's rule book but china was ready and armed with a frying pan and when you hit that pedigree well my heart swayed split and free and the on your face with bloody cake bits all over the place now good housekeeping ain't hard to do keep your eyes prize in front of you cause China's gonna do it for the sisterhood so bring a mop bring a broom bring the kitchen sink cause it's time to change the way that a few folks think cause China's gonna do it for the sisterhood now China my dear, China my sweet To this day no one's tucked your feet Stand on the mountain, hold your title high Whatever happened to old Double J Packed his bags, left the next day Went and found a rich lady And started his own company in W.A. T-N-A <laughs> Preparation <laughs> So, your pick is Bandwidth uh, My pick was China versus Jeff Jarrett No Mercy 1999 Good housekeeping match Beautiful Well done, get that way. from the song Performance was outstanding oh, Thank you, cheers Okay, questions guys Good housekeeping match didn't show her boobs though till one night in China. So what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, till Playboy. Did you not learn anything about the feminist message of my song? Uh, suggesting that <laughs> sh it should be feminist, that everyone is equal. Can I point out that we had two matches from '99 <laughs> and two from '92? Wow. What are the chances, boys? <laughs> ah. '90s man. Yeah, That's sure. Time. Can we all say though that potentially the match? Should be discredited because Jeff Jarrett is this one he'd already held up Vince for money before he well, left. Well, if anything, I think that makes this even more incredible. I mean, how many people have ever stuck it to Vince, held him up for money, got away with it, <laughs> and then it's like, ah, I've got you now. I bought out WCW. Oh well, I'll just form your biggest rival for the next ten years, and then be in your Hall of Fame when I'm done with that. And now employ yeah, him after he turned up pissed up at AAA. <laughs> Well, it's just the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. It's absolutely brilliant. I know I'm, I'm no, I, I don't get the rules of the game, Rich. <laughs> I know I'm meant to be trying to spread it, but that was brilliant. Thank so, you. Well Is it done. not just a sloppy hardcore match? Um, well, yeah, if you're going to bring the ingredients <laughs> to a cake down to the ring, things are going to get pretty messy. But Yeah, it hadn't been left to stage. That's why it's going to be sloppy cake mix. But I argue True. you this. Should hardcore matches look nice and clean and present, if they are by their nature hardcore matches, they should look a bit rough and ready, a bit like a fight. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's Jeff Jarrett's best match, but that's not saying very much, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, since the AWA days, it's his best match, yeah. Sure, sure. Someone would suggest, Will Powell, that you've picked this match for laughs rather than the fact that you genuinely believe this is the greatest match ever. Tax. Yeah, I don't think you've been taking this seriously. Oh, uh, well, Tax, I hate people who do that. <laughs> there was a legitimate title line with progressive storyline leading into it. Progressive storyline? This is a woman winning the intercontinental title. That is progressive. Exactly. Why can't she win the women's title? Why was she, she scared of Ivory and BB? She did win the women's title and she crushed Ivory. Eventually, through bullying and drugs. <laughs> Not saying it's a feminist progressive move. Was it not a matter of necessity that they were in a feud and they had to get the title off Jeff at the time? So they were forced into giving her the title rather than choosing to give her the title. Who was her uh, partner at the time? <laughs> to good housekeeping name. <laughs> Come on, everyone. I think uh, as uh, as we are looking to get points and votes, and obviously all look desperately to win this match. We must not look beyond the fact that Mr. Power has used his musical talents to try and detract away from the match. His match is not the greatest match of all time. That's true, and I'm pretty sure there's a double negative in that song as well at some point. Uh, well, you had two weeks to write a song. <laughs> you wait till later when I rap. <laughs> Anything else, boys? No, apart from double negative, I'm, I'm all good, man. What was a double negative? Uh, uh, cheaters rule in the... No... Rules well, that's clever wordplay. No, that's, like, that's like that Pink Floyd's We Don't Need No Education. <laughs> <laughs> right, I have one question to put to all of you. Why is your match better than the other matches on the table? Tits. Emotion. <gasps> Woo! <laughs> I wrote a song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In that moment, oh, we, need got to do, <laughs> we need to do some judging. Who is going to win? Tax Williams, Nick, Will Power, or Mr. Wicked? Or Rich? Where's your story? Actually, while we, while we tally these up, what do you consider to be the best match of all time outside uh, of the matches we've had here? Okay, in terms of arguments, Will Power wins. Thank you. Songs good for the win. Okay. Uh, I would say probably yours is second. Okay. Not for Matt. No, not, not for who you think should win. Just for argument. No, no. No, for the, your opinion outside of what we have. What's the greatest match of all time? Yeah. It's Bulldog and Brett. It's 100% bold. Your argument was trash, so you yeah, come last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No question. Okay. But again, you don't have to play the game honestly. You can cheat here. This is totally up to you. It's about whose knowledge do you think you're better than and all sorts of things. There's all I sorts have of no knowledge. Things. And I watched it earlier. <laughs> That's a lie. There's a reason you're here. I've spoken to you about wrestling for years. <laughs> right, boys. Are we all ready to unveil our decision? Yes, I yes, am ready. I, am. I believe, Mr... Okay, it's just uh, finishing up there. Oh, I might change it. I don't know. That's yeah. actually a shopping list. Okay. <laughs> Must order chocolate okay. peas. So do just I have to reveal it to the camera, do I? Uh, uh, yes, that would help, but I, I think verbally is probably the best way to go here. Oh, okay. So zero, one, and three, okay? I'm just going to decide on the day. <laughs> you can't do that. What? It needs to be done beforehand, because otherwise you could change your mind as it goes along. Based on how the totals are going around, yeah, I'm afraid exactly. you have to have the What do you think I've been doing all past two weeks trying to make up my mind what the best match is <laughs> <laughs> oh he's gonna have to write again <laughs> because mr wicked personal uh, like strength and conditioning coach doesn't have the strength to unravel a bit of paper <laughs> i'm gonna like day. okay so zero one and three okay no bullshit here so it's based on the argument isn't it it's not really based yes, on the match it's 100 percent based on the argument oh Mr. Tax Williams, will you please unveil your judging? I am awarding nilpois to Brett Bulldog. Damn right you are. <laughs> okay. I'm on. I'm awarding unpois to the good housekeeping match, 
And I'm awarding three points to Mr. Wicked purely because this match is still one of my top five WrestleMania matches. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. Nick, I who are you awarding your points literally to? literally changed mine because of the arguments. Okay, good. Um, zero points to Wicked. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Nupa. Uh, one point for willpower. Hey, one point for willpower. That presentation. And thanks. Three points for tits. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my ring name now, by the way. Oh, it's Tits McGee. <laughs> Mr. Wicked. Just the coach wicked. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I have to award zero points to Nick, even though it is a quality match. Uh, one point to tax. Oh, very good argument. Um, however, it didn't quite top Willpower's argument. So three pa- points go to Willpower. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Willpower, please unveil your results. Okay. Uh, this is odd because this is actually my favorite match of all time. Uh, Nick, I award zero points. Really sorry, man. But, uh, <laughs> I think we all saw it coming. Don't <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> I'm going for zero points all round. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and this is a tough one because they both gave very good speeches. But going by which match I actually like, I'm going to give three points to Matt and one point to Tax. So three points That's to That's not Wicked. the order you've written on your bit of paper. Tax one. Oh, Matt boo. Three, Nick <laughs> so Tax uh, one and Wicked three, yeah? Yep. Game number two is Promos with a Z, which you have all played before, I think, at some point, maybe. This is the one game you haven't played here, maybe. I've played, 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 played it on a pod. Yeah, yeah, you've listened to it, though. You know I've what it is. And I always get it right. You will each be read five promos. You must guess who said the promo. Each round will be themed in that you will have the choice of three different people who have said the promo that is read to you. Your three categories, four categories, sorry, of three people are one, the mates of Hulk Hogan, a.k.a. <laughs> racist by association. <laughs> nice. Group number two, Sierra, Hotel, India, Echo, Lame, Dickheads of Roman Reigns, <laughs> Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley. Number three of WCW Cruiserweights of Brian Pillman, Chris Jericho, and Chavo Guerrero. Wanker. <laughs> and number four, the Iron Curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I laugh at my own jokes. The Iron Curtain <laughs> of Nikolai Volkov, the Iron Sheik, and Rusev Machka. Can we have that one with accents, please? Uh, no, because <laughs> that would be very bad for me. Right. This will be random by a, a random generator to see which ones you will receive. Mr. Tax Williams, you will be receiving group number two. Sierra Hotel, India Echo, Lame Dickheads of Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose. Are you no longer the devil's favorite demon? Because lately it seems like you're Triple H's lapdog. Nah, nah, let me correct myself. So lately it just seems like you're Randy Orton's bitch. Roman Reigns. You are correct on the board. Nicely done. Number two. As I walked to the ring, I had no idea what was going to happen. Went out there with not much of a plan, so to speak. I felt like it was, uh, I felt like it was pulling teeth. Dean Ambrose about Brock Lesnar. (laughs) Congratulations. Good. Okay, number three. 
I've learned a lot of valuable, valuable life lessons. For instance, rollerblading home from happy hour is a bad idea. Some women don't like to be called sturdy. Burrito bowls and roller coasters, they don't mix. But one of the most important life lessons I've learned is when you are pushed, you have to push back. I'm going to go Moxley again. It was indeed Mr. John Moxley. Okay, number four. Rock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. He's like this big thing. He's on your TV screen. And he's got this big old face on him. And he's got these beady little eyes. And these gritty little teeth. And his big red head. And he, I mean, he's a, he's a Godzilla looking bastard if you ask me. Rollins. It was indeed Seth Rollins in the worst promo of all time uh last one this is america it's a free country you can say for you can cheer for whoever you want and we got a damn fine locker room back there and i respect each and every person in that locker room they can cheer for whoever they want but but there are some fans that don't come here to cheer anybody the only reason they come here since i won this belt is to boo me is to tell me that i suck because mm. I think this could be a little bit of a trick because it should be Reigns. Hmm. Reigns or Rollins? Um, I'm going to go Reigns for the obvious, even though I think it's Rollins. That was Seth Rollins uh, on uh, slash Tyler Black, technically, 2010 ROH TV. There you cool. Go. Good job. Four on the board. Not a bad start, mate. Well done. Right, Nick. Yeah. Let's random generate your thingamajigs. Okay. Sounds interesting. (laughs) (laughs) You will receive group number three of WCW Cruiserweights. Brian Pillman, Chris Jericho, and Chavo Guerrero. Ready? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. He's probably trying to get a job at a taco stand, like all the rest of those unemployed Hispanics. Thank you. Thank you. You can clap. Like I was saying before, I was... Sorry, are you not reading off the Hogan lips? <laughs> <laughs> like I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. Your search is over. And there's no need to look anymore because standing right in front of you is a true sports hero. Uh, Chris Jericho. That was Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> As Kerwin White in 2005 on Sunday wow. Night Heat. <laughs> so with Dolph as his caddy. Yeah. Uh, this was actually post-Dolph, I think, or pre-Dolph. I don't know. He wasn't there for that one, but anyway. So, uh, a mark is a guy that pays his last $20 on crack cocaine. A mark is a guy that believes OJ didn't do it. A mark is a guy, and every one of you sons of bitches. You know what? I'm going to do the right fucking thing here, right now. The only appropriate thing I should do. I'm going to whack out my Johnson and piss in this hellhole. Brian Pillman. It was Brian Pillman. Congratulations. ACW? That's the one. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Uh, right. Ah, <laughs> you got a point. Hey. You got a point. <laughs> Number three. What are you? Like three weeks out of convalescent home? The only thing more embarrassing about you is the group of wretched refuse, thus these social parasites, that are draining me of my last dime of tax-paying money. I've got to... I've got to give you these days... Oh, I'm last paying... Oh, I screwed that up, sorry. Uh, are draining me of my last dime of tax-paying money I've got to give these days. You've got something to say? Come over here and say it, punk. Uh, Chris Jericho. 
That was Brian Pillman again from 1997 in Memphis TV on his little stint in between. It was that punk bit at the end. I was like, yeah. Jericho says that a lot. He does. We'll All right. Do number four. Well, 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 Gene Mean, that's another thing. Bobby Duncan Jr. Dunklun? Dun? He's this, the cowboy <laughs> was embarrassed by me. He was torn apart. I told you that crazy old wizard Stu Hart forced me to be a cow. A cowboy in my first match. I know that one as well. Is that Chris Jericho? It is Chris Jericho. Uh, from WCW Nitro 998. It's brilliant where he goes Gene Mean at the beginning. Yeah. It's just the best. Right, number five and your final one. My track, my track record and marquee name value is going to bring you Mr. Suit ratings. I'm going to line your pockets with gold because I'm a star. People want to want want to be close to me as possible. Chris Jericho. That was Brian Pillman oh. again. So two on the board. Not a bad star. You are losing this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mr. Wicked. Okay. You will be getting group number two. Okay. I had group oh. number two. Group number two was the shield. Okay, group number one in that case, then that's the next one down. This okay. random number generator is great. <laughs> <laughs> so, mates of Hulk Hogan, aka Racist by Association. <laughs> Jesus, good luck, mate. <laughs> oh, hmm. God. One okay. of many. <laughs> right. Remind so me who I'm choosing from. Oh, I didn't even say, did I? Right. Yeah. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yep. Jimmy Hart. And okay. Eric Bischoff. Okay. okay. Wow. So Brutus. <laughs> All your faves. The lineup. <laughs> yes. This one. I, I actually did Team Extreme originally. It was like, those are boring. And then went back and did this. So I'm, yeah, it was yeah. good. Right. So Brutus, Jimmy Hart or Bischoff? Brutus, Jimmy Hart, Bischoff. Okay. okay. You can run, but you can't hide. You stirred up a nest of hornets. And now you've got to deal with them. And it's going to take a bit more than insect repellent, brother. Brutus. It was indeed Brutus the Barber Beefcake on uh, WFTV in 1988. Is that about killer bees? Uh, no, it was about uh, someone completely separately. Disappointing. He just starts talking about hornets of bees and insect repellent. I thought it was funny. Anyway, number two. Well, I wonder if you really know what's going on here. I think it's Hulk Hogan in the background somewhere jealous. So he gets that big, fat, gigantic hillbilly from the guy's bigger than a truck. He could accidentally fall on me. Maybe hurt me or something. Mm. Toss up between Hart and Bischoff. I'm going to go with... Yeah. Jimmy Hart. That was Brutus the Barber was Beefcake really? from okay. 1985 with a WF interview with Mean Gene. Sure. Uh, just, yeah. <laughs> He's an interesting cat. The next point was, yes, no, no, yes, no. <laughs> right. So number three. Can you imagine... This man, Kamala, the Ugandan giant. Do you know what's coming? <laughs> okay. Uh, has never even tasted a watermelon in his life. He didn't even know what a watermelon tastes like or looks like. Can you imagine depriving a giant of that? Can you imagine Kamala? He's never even been with a woman in the United States. He hasn't even partied with girls or anything. It Jimmy Hart from a very different era. Oh, yes. <laughs> different time. 1982 in Memphis. Okay. Right. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Came across that and I was like, oh, <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> right. Number four. I generally don't like coming to South Dakota. <laughs> 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 but I got to tell you, you people 
it an exception when I see the kind of love there is in this house for this man. It just warms the cockles of my heart. Just be careful you put your dramatic pauses in there. That's where he put it. (laughs) Trust me. That's exactly where he put it. Okay. Uh, Eric Bischoff. It was indeed uh, Mr. Eric Bischoff. He literally goes, I generally don't like coming. Waits for South South Dakota. (laughs) Fucking hilarious. He doesn't use Bluetooth. (laughs) Use promo code Wrestle. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Number five. I hate Orientals. (laughs) And that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> there is one more bit. And I know Steve Kern hates Orientals. You know when you do your little clips to start podcasts off? Yeah. That's probably not a good one to lead into. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quote, just to clarify. It's not my opinion. Oh my God, what's happening to this pod? <laughs> uh, roll the dice and say Brutus. It was Jimmy Hart was again. Really? Okay. 1981 Memphis. It's all good. Wow. Right. So... Mr. Power, you are left with number one, right? No. Nope. No, number three? Ye- Four. Four. Brilliant. The <laughs> Russians who are not Russians. There we go. The Iron <laughs> Curtain. Yeah. With with accents, please. Because <coughs> we're already in trouble based on the last quote. Oh, Let's do accents. Do <laughs> <laughs> the quotes. <laughs> That's fine. I'm just quoting someone else. So, so who are my choices? Okay. So you have Nikolai Volkov, Volkov. the Iron Sheik, or Rusev. Okay, then. Okay. The interviewer... This needs some context, okay? The interviewer asked, asked this person, you must be elated, to which they respond as suchly. I can say words. What does that mean? <laughs> I did. Of course I'm excited. I just beat him. I pulled his little teeth. I drained his little poison. I enjoyed the little accent. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I beat him. I beat him. I broke him in half. Now I return home. A conquering hero. I am number one. I am number one. Ah, I think that was the... I think that was the Iron Sheik. That was Rusev in 2017 on SmackDown after beating Orton. Hence poison and teeth because he's the viper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, number two. Thank you very much, Gene Mean. Intelligent American. Intelligent my army city. American wrestling city. People like you always tell the mean wrestler, welcome to my army. Now, Alvang Sun Young Punk American. <laughs> Come, <laughs> this is getting worse. <laughs> so bad. I'm just quoting. Come here to the toughest, roughest area in the world. And he beat bunch of American and he make a name for himself. Uh, that was the opening statement of <laughs> Boris Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Now, I'm going to say that English that garbled and put back together wrong has got to be the Iron Sheik. It was indeed the Iron Sheik. A first point on the board in this game. Right, number three. You know, one thing Carney Redneck. Resneck. <laughs> I respect that fat pig, Lou Albano, because Capi 10 found out we beat that people. Jim Anvil. Dal Al Little V son, Cap I wants to be their coach. The young, intelligent, bastard Italian people, our pals on, know about us. How is this fair? All their rounds are in English. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is in... Uh, I think... Volkov. That was the Iron Sheik again oh. in 1986 in the WF interview. 
this is worse than that IMDB list of the 50 wrestlers in the minds of like Steve Smith that we had in the first <laughs> quiz cup. You wait till the last game. So I've never been more happy. Number four. I've never been more happy in my whole life. I'd like to thank him for giving me this flag. For the first time in my life, I have eyes open. I go voila un for and be live that ah makes I happy for me. <laughs> That's the only mistake I ever made. I mean, he wrote a song. He wrote a song for this. That's the only mistake I ever made. I turned my back on my partner. I can hand me clannery. Did you fall asleep on your keyboard when typing this? I can link you to every one of these promos if you would like me to. Um, Volkov, Sheik, Rusev. The flag thing, I think... Because there was a bit where I think Volkov went face and did start like he was a bit pro USA for a bit. So I think it's Nikolai Volkov. It was indeed Nikolai Volkov, nineteen uh, A WFT. Who and can you? T- what nationality is Volkov actually? I don't know. Canadian. Yeah, it's Croatian. Oh, there we go. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Right, that's it. Hang on. That was question five. No, that's four. There's still one more to go. You sure? Yeah. One, two, three, four. Yeah, sure. They all look the same. Uh, it does a little bit. <laughs> okay. Ma ba Khrushchev gay to tas. Listen, you American reject. This is my country. Every day is a rumble. I had to take kids off the bus so I could go to school. My family used to throw steak in the middle of the ring so I could eat. I think that's Rusev, isn't it? <laughs> it was Rusev. Yeah, yeah sure. Good job, boys. Right, on to game number three. Which is uh, a really inventive one. This is general knowledge. Okay, so you will literally be asked questions and you need to answer them for me. Okay, so you will each receive five questions, one point a question. Uh, I will say that I've tried to keep this as fair as possible and that you essentially have similar questions for all five, okay? So... Let's quickly just random number generate. Okay, you will receive set A, Mr. Tax Williams. Name both members of the American Males. Scotty Riggs and Buff Bagwell. Look at you. Nice. American Males. American American Males. males. One point on the board. (laughs) Number two. Pat Patterson was the first intercontinental champion. Who did he lose the belt to? I don't know, but I'm going to go for Tito Santana. (laughs) (laughs) The correct answer is Ken Patera. Uh. Number three. Who won the 1999 King of the Ring tournament? The one Billy Gunn? It was indeed the one Billy Gunn. Uh, he didn't have that gimmick till 2000. Oh, no. <laughs> Billy Gunn. It's fine. <laughs> what? It's no, it's different gimmicks. Very stuff. different characters. <laughs> he Num- had different music. <laughs> I love to love Different him. shorts. And his love of asses had waned. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Who did Hulk Hogan defeat on the first ever WCW Nitro? Hmm. I'm just going to go Riggs. It was Big Bubba Rogers, a.k.a. the Big Boss Man. Number five on your final question. Who has the greatest wrestling theme music of all time? Shawn Michaels. (laughs) Think about it. I'll give you one more chance. Oh, um, 
Hang on. What? Who has the greatest wrestling theme tune of all time? Remember who wrote these questions? Well, Me. it's obviously the Beverly Brothers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a bit of a dubious point. We'll, we'll take that at the end. Is there one in there just to see if you're paying attention to the podcast? By Certainly chance? is. Yeah, good call. Okay. Shit. Nick, you do them. <laughs> Nick, you will be receiving category B. Name both members of the Colossal Connection. No. No idea at all. <laughs> no, no. He knows, he just don't, don't want to say. <laughs> you don't want to take a pun. Colossal Connection. Think, think maybe. Obviously, bigger lads. Uh, mm. Sid and some other tall dude. Technically, you're kind of right. It's Andre the Giant, who's quite a tall lad. Yeah. But the other guy is King Meng, so oh. you can't have King Haku, Meng, whatever. Right, number two. The Honky Tonk Man is the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Who did he win the belt from? Who did Honky Tonk Man beat to win the IC belt? It's difficult, to do the, it's difficult to do the dance whilst on a chair. <laughs> uh, I forgot there was a camera as well. So fine that. if you had stood up, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I would have fallen over. <laughs> Too many chocolate peas. Uh, Good. I can tell you who beat him. That's oh, not I what I need, because that's an obvious one. Uh, It'd be good if you could invent your own question. <laughs> 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 can that be round four? <laughs> uh, who was Intercontinental Champion around that time? Indeed, that is what I'm going for. I'd go for a face. Ding, 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 uh, ding, 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 ding. I thought you were doing his music then. <laughs> <laughs> What's Doink doing losing to Honky's old man? I need an answer. Okay. Heart? The correct answer is Ricky Steamboat. Ah. Fun fact, three. Ricky Steamboat's real name is Richard Blood. Nice. He must be the only person who has a real name that sounds more like a wrestler's name <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> than his wrestler name. Yeah, we don't. We call Dick Blood. <laughs> well, yeah, all wrestlers, <laughs> all men fear Dick Blood. So. <laughs> Number three. Who was the first King of the Ring tournament winner in 1985? The first King of the Ring tournament winner. Nice. The untelevised one. Harley Race. It was Don Morocco. Oh, <laughs> Close. Nice. Some of these are very difficult. Some of them yeah. not so much. Right. Number four. Who was the first WWF world title holder under the management of Mr. Fuji? So the first guy managed by Mr. Fuji who held... The world title. Yeah. Yokozuna? It is indeed Yokozuna. Point on the board. Almost a trick question because it's kind of too obvious almost. But like, yeah, it was. Don't play it down. That's a very well-earned point. Well done. <laughs> well done, Nick. Thank you. Nicely done. <laughs> Number uh, five. Bring you up to three. <laughs> Who was the first <laughs> WWF number. wrestler I met in person? WWF. Who's the first WWF wrestler I met in person? Not whilst they were, uh, not whilst they were on the current roster, obviously. As in, you haven't met no, them recently. No, they're just a person that's wrestling WWF yeah. that I met first. I have told. I've mentioned it a few times on the pod. I'm like backed up. With <laughs> I haven't listened for a while. It's fine, don't <gasps> worry. How dare you, sir? I'll Shock catch revelation. up, don't worry. Get out. <laughs> um, one with a bad impression? Uh, one, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Was that the first one? Yeah, I don't know which one you mean because both of them were pretty bad. What? <laughs> 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 first WF wrestler I ever met. I, I, I made him unhappy when I met him. I was 14. There you go, there's a clue. 
I was probably less than 14, actually. Probably about 14. I can't remember. The answer is Tatanka. <laughs> I met him. <laughs> was that on an all-star show? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, remember, I, remember, I kind of remember the question you asked. I was thinking, was it? <laughs> we no, that, no, that you asked him. Oh, but, uh, I would like to remember what the rest was. He was wrestling in front of about 10 people. I went up, you were at Wembley Stadium, SummerSlam, weren't you? And he went, yeah. <laughs> then I walked away. <laughs> that was about it. So yeah, he wasn't very happy I remember about the story. It. I couldn't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I thought I was being nice. Didn't appreciate it very much. (laughs) Right. You, Mr. Wicked, you will be receiving Group C. This is working out very conveniently. Of, uh, yeah, questions. I don't know. Questions. (laughs) Yay. Questions. (laughs) Sorry. Right. Question number one. Name both members of the Faces of Fear. (laughs) Um... uh, the first category is like random shitty tag teams that no one remembers. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing a, a correlation here. Yeah. Um, uh, Barbarian and Meng. Congratulations. That yeah, is the correct yeah. answer. <laughs> Bloody hell. Well done. The British Bulldog won the Intercontin- Intercontinental Championship from Bret Hart at SummerSlam 92. Who did Bulldog go on to lose the belt to? It was my man, my boy. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. It was indeed. Cool. Two on the board. Number three. Who won the 1994 King of the Ring tournament? Oh, well, following the footsteps of his brother, it was Owen Hart. (laughs) Congratulations. Flying through these. Right. Number four. Did I put on the right one? Oh, no, I gave you a point. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's all right, man. Pity point. (laughs) Right. Number four. Who won the first ever match on WCW Thunder? Who won the first ever match on WCW Thunder? Um, let's go with Ric Flair. The irony that you chose him over his opponent at WrestleMania 8. Oh, Macho Macho Man Man Randy Savage. (laughs) Number five. What was the first WWF show I attended in person? only a choice of like five or six because you've got to think I'm young and there were British shows there was only so many why Um, am I giving you help did you go to one night one night only that is incorrect I went Uh, to Capital Carnage uh, right Will Power you're left with category D okay name both members of Chronic oh Oh, Brian Adams and Brian Clark (laughs) yeah awesome I would have accepted Crush and Adam Bomb you would have got a bonus point if you said Crush Adam Bomb, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> and their manager, Stevie Richards. Yes! <laughs> that one and done match. <laughs> Number two. At WrestleMania 25, Rey Mysterio won the Intercontinental Championship in a 20-second match. Who did he defeat? JBL, he retired afterwards. That is correct. Number three. Who won the 2010 King of the Ring tournament? I have a feeling... <laughs> Feeling <laughs> yeah. uh, that the, t- the 2010 one. 2010. Oh, that's tricky. Um, sorry. It's okay. I'm gonna say, was it Seamus? <laughs> it was Seamus. Yeah, With that ridiculous crown of thorns. I thought it was quite pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's Loki. Yeah, it's like Loki get up. Yeah. yeah. Number four. 
Who was Bill Goldberg's first WCW pay-per-view opponent? Oh, I know his first opponent was Hugh Morris. Um, his first pay-per-view opponent, I want to say, was um, Raven. Was it? Was it Regal? Never mind that shit. Yeah. Here comes Mongo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number four. Who's a racist piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> when wrestling, where do I begin? <laughs> uh, I think we're gonna go. Going off, if this like on the podcast established, who's a racist piece of shit? Well, Hulk Hogan. There we go. <laughs> but Good let's be honest, could be anyone. Given could today's events, <laughs> well, there is that. I wrote this before today's events. To be fair, and the well, the t-shirt designer at NXT. Uh, well, remember that too, on and yeah. on, Jesus know. Christ, yeah. And considering we're recording this in November, this going out New Year, who knows how many other yeah. people will shame <laughs> themselves? There's still plenty of time. Right. Let I me mean, just quickly tally up. <laughs> Doing good. Do you want to count them again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, tax and wicked tide currently. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Oh, I'm winning. That's nice. Okay. Hang on. So You've, not to be rude, have you counted the extra, the accidental? I have. Holy shit, you've uh, all got 12, apart oh, from Dick. Wow. Who's Yay. got three? <laughs> so, sorry, Willpower. Okay. I didn't want to have an, a mathematical error like we had on Super Quiz Cup 1. There was a mathematical error? Fair point. There, there was. The appointing was. of one fan down to Mighty. That was Super <laughs> Quiz Cup 2. Okay, yeah. The last game we'll be playing this evening is higher no. or lower, which you all love. I'm not a fan. <laughs> it's so hard. Let me get to That's the what she said. Yeah. If only Murder Clown was here to help us. <laughs> Got to get him in the show somehow. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Right. <laughs> so, you. the idea is to build a sequential run of correct answers. I think we all know because we've played this a few times now. You will get two attempts. Only two this time, not three. Because of time constraints and I'm hungry. Absolutely. <laughs> if you get 10 in a row, you get 10. If you get two in a row, you get two. You will get how it works. Using a randomizer, we will select which category you all receive. There are 30 potential answers in each deck. Three, zero, 30. Today's decks are from ranker.com. <laughs> there are four categories that will be selected by a randomizer. The person with the highest current score will go first. But we are all currently tied on... 12, 12, and 12, apart from Nick, who's on three. <laughs> okay. I have faith. So, Nick, you will be going last. Nice. Okay, so you get the opportunity. Surely, Nick, with the lowest score, should go first. Yeah. No, yeah. go last, because he's trying to catch up to your scores. But if we get... It's, it's a maximum of 10 points. No, there's no maximum. Oh, so it's unlimited to 30. There's unlimited points. Unlimited to 30. Or it's just going... Unlimited points. Okay. <laughs> if anyone gets to 30... I'll suck their dick. <laughs> okay, it's very difficult. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> there are four categories. There's a bonus pod there. <laughs> First category is the greatest WWE superstars of all time that had 12.4 thousand people vote in it. The second category is the best current wrestlers in WWE, which has 7.9 thousand people. But voting. there are only three wrestlers on that list. <laughs> The third category is the hottest current WWE superstars of 6.5 thousand people voted on it. Hottest as in popular or attractive? Attractive. Just, you know. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> okay. And category number four is the best WWE superstars of the 90s that 7,000 people voted for. So, Mr. Tax Williams. Oh, Jesus. You 
Go for the hotties. Go for the hotties. (laughs) Trish Stratus. Category number... Hang on, I need to do four, not three. Give me one second. You will be doing category number one of the greatest WWE superstars of all time. Well, this is going to be short. Like me. WWE greatest superstars of all time. Right. Your starting mark is number 16, CM Punk. Good okay. big smack bang in the middle. Great. Good start. Greatest superstars of all time. Right. Let's do it. Okay. Bret Hart. Higher. Is correct. One point on the board. I need to make sure I actually mark these tell down. Score, if you could, that'd yeah. be great. Do you tell me the ranking? Yep. He was number three. So Bret Hart is number three. Next up, Triple H. Lower. Correct at number 10. He wouldn't be in my top. <laughs> <laughs> the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Higher. Correct at number six. Getting quite a tally going here. Three. <laughs> it's not quite a tally. That's Nixon's well, that's high points. So <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock it. Andre the Giant. Lower. At number seven. That is correct. Mr. Perfect. Should be high, but it will be lower. At 23, you are correct. Disgusting. So, from Mr. Perfect to the Ultimate Warrior. Higher. At 25, your run ends there. Right, what do you get to? At five. Five. Okay, not a bad start, man. Right, so. (laughs) It's autocorrected to Rey Mysteriously. (laughs) (laughs) So, number four, 24, Rey Mysteriously. Is that what? It's like those what all-star number? knockoffs. Number twenty-four. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ray Mysteriously <laughs> from Birmingham. Yeah. Okay. Viva La Rosa. <laughs> Harley Race. Uh, I'm gonna go. L- oh, shit. Lower. At number eleven. Well, that's the right answer. <laughs> that is the right that's answer. Harley Race. Cool. So. Five points on the board. You can get rid of that one, yeah, because obviously the next one. Cheers, right. Mr. Wicked. You'll be receiving category number... Where's my cards? Hold on. Category number two. The best current WWE wrestlers. Okay? Yep. So, number two. Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> Your first one is Brock Lesnar... At number 21. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. Seth Rollins. Higher. Correct. At number seven, Seth Rollins. Seven. Okay. Finn Balor. Lower. At 14, you are correct. AJ Styles. Higher. At number two, you are correct. <laughs> Kevin Owens. Lower. And number 25. Correct. Asuka. Lower. And number 16. Uh. That is where your tally comes to an end. How many do you get? Four. Four. Okay, right. Four. Let's go for your second and final attempt. Okay. The Undertaker at 19 is your starting point. What? Trust me. Some of these lists are a Come bit Come on. Okay. Dolph Ziggler. Is he better than The Undertaker? <laughs> Lower. At number 29, Dolph Ziggler. Thank correct. God. Phew. Big E. 
He's very popular, isn't he? It's a popular vote. It's not necessarily who's the best. Um, it's out of 30, did you say? Yeah. So it's got to be higher. <laughs> 26. I'm happy Four. you realised. So I'm about to be like, <laughs> you do realise it's out of 30. It's 29, right? Big E is number 26. <laughs> I've been paying attention. <laughs> Good stuff. Samoa Joe. You've still added, you've added on to his existing oh, score. Um, so he's got one on this round. Okay, two. Higher. What was the last one? I forgot. Oh, it was 25 or something, wasn't it? 24. 24. Uh, so 11, Samoa Joe. That is correct. Great. Are you sure you're tallying up right there? Yeah, so he got four, and then he stopped, and then he started again, he got one, and then he got no one. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure on. he's got three this he's round. Got three. Yeah, yeah. He's got three. Yeah, he's got three. So we had four last time, and he's already up to three. Okay. No, I'm up to four, no? No, this was, that that was, was three. That was three. three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You were only on two, apparently, according to Will Power. The, <laughs> the educator, Will Power. Okay. So number 11, Samoa Joe. Okay. Goldberg. Lower. At number nine. Oh, I couldn't believe it. So you tallied four on that one. Three on that. Oh, yeah, four total. Four, because yeah. he got four on the first round. Yeah. 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 yeah total for seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, add four. There you go. 16. He's at 12, Lou. So it's. You don't add the two together. No, you oh, don't no, add okay, the two right. together. You just do the first round, not oh, both rounds. Oh, see, I thought you did both rounds. Okay. <laughs> Give it. Yeah. <laughs> so you got five. I didn't got five. You? Yeah. yeah. So seventeen is correct. Yeah. Yeah. And you got four. So sixteen. Yeah. So 16. sixteen. Right. You're not telling yourself. That's okay. for sure. <laughs> you I had a good round. <laughs> right. All right. Mr. Power. So I've got hottest, or what was the other one? Uh. <laughs> well, basically, it's either best WWE superstars of the '90s or hottest wrestlers. Okay. Okay. So you will be getting the best WWE superstars of the '90s. Oh, that's good because I can only see inner beauty. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been useless in that hottest round. Okay. So your starting point is Hulk Hogan at number eight. I know. <laughs> okay. So Ric Flair. I'm going to go, this is difficult, because I'd say Hulk was more important in the 90s, but if this has been done by wrestling ability, people are going to go with Flair. I'm going to say Flair is lower. At number nine is Ric Flair, so you are correct. One point on the board. Close. Ted DiBiase. Uh, lower. At 22, you are correct. He didn't wrestle that much in the 90s. He pre first few years, yeah. and then he... I didn't make the list. Okay. <laughs> Sean Michaels. Higher. At number five, you are correct. Can't have that again. Uh, give me the same ones over. Goldberg. Um, I'm going to say higher. At 15. Oh. That's where your first tally ends. How many get that time? Three. Three. Okay. So, your last attempt to try and equal Mr. Tax Williams, who might be taking this cup home again. <laughs> no, you forgot Nick could get a really massive run. <laughs> and and Will chance. Power's going to get more than five this time, so let's let's <laughs> win this together. <laughs> your starting point of number four at The Undertaker. The Rock. Higher. <laughs> number six. Oh. <laughs> That's where your tally ends. 
Oh, I apologise. Uh, right, okay. <laughs> Nick, we'll all help you here. <laughs> we've got to get you. Yeah. Fi- we've got to get you fifteen. <laughs> Nick, it's you right, will be women, receiving. Be it's not. We'll all- <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the hottest WWE wrestlers. Where's my list? Okay, hang on. No, no, no. I remember. I changed it. Okay, you will be receiving not the hottest WWE superstars because it was only 20 of them in that list. I had to create a new list. So you will be receiving the best WWE heels of all time. Come on, Nick. You've got this. Okay, so just heels. Your starting point is Shawn Michaels at number 24. Okay. (laughs) I know. Ted DiBiase. Higher. And number two is Ted DiBiase. Seriously? <laughs> yes. Jesus. Wow. Okay. Rick Rude. Nick, come on. <laughs> so DiBiase is second. Now, I think, is Rick Rude really going to be on that no- number one spot? He might be. <laughs> Lower. At number five, you are correct. It's close. Rick yeah. Rude. <laughs> Number, oh, I almost said the number. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Perfect. What was the last one? Five. Rick Rude and number five. That's tricky. Oh, is that your neck? Yeah. <laughs> Higher? And number 14. Oh. So your first run has ended there. And we're getting <laughs> one around from Tax All right, you can do this. Taking home the cup. You should be elated. <laughs> You're meant to go, what does that mean? <laughs> Don't worry. All right. So starting point, Bobby Heenan and number, number 50, one. 15. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> to Vince McMahon. Higher. And number four, Vince McMahon. Correct. Sergeant Slaughter. Lower. And number 30. Correct, Sergeant Slaughter. I think you've got this, Nick. I think you've got this next one. (laughs) Ric Flair. Oh, yeah. And number eight, Paul Heyman. Number eight was the last one. Lower? At number 19, you are correct. Chris Jericho. Higher. At number 12, you are correct. Yes, Nick, come on. Superstar, (laughs) Billy Graham. Number 12, is it? The last one was Jericho at 12. Uh, Lower. At number 17, you are correct. Classy Freddie Blassie. Classy Freddie Blassie? I don't know how to say that as an English person. Go on. Freddie Blassie. 17, was it? Last one was yeah. 17, I think, yeah. Probably. Uh, lower? At 21, you are correct. Oh, gosh. Here we go, Nick. <laughs> Come on. Seven. Roddy Piper. Higher. At number three, Roddy Piper. Edge. Lower. At number nine, you are correct. It's getting close. Yes, Nick. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Bobby Heenan. You've already had this one. Yeah. Lower? You are correct at number 15. Yes. <laughs> 10 in a row. Oh. So, Mr. Perfect. Higher. <laughs> at 14, you are correct. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Higher. 
At 24, you are incorrect. Oh. And there it is. Oh, what a finish. Oh, we even done. had it earlier. What a we finish. Had it earlier. <laughs> of the Super Quiz Cup 3, Mr. Tax Williams. <laughs> when will I ever get to host <laughs> one of these <laughs> flipping <laughs> quizzes? <laughs> oh, that was superb. Congratulations, sir. You have won the Super Quiz Cup. People are going to start thinking this is fixed now. <laughs> <laughs> First time, Mr. Wicked, you lost the Super Quiz Cup. No, How no, are you no. feeling? We won the Super <laughs> Quiz Cup. No, I'm very pleased with my colleague Tax is a storming game by my uh, my friend over there. We have dominated always. again. Even when we break it up, we are still both at the you know the top joint top. I mean, fair play to Nick. That was a great round. That was a fantastic finish. Absolutely fantastic. This goes to show you at Super Quiz Cup, it doesn't matter what you score in any rounds until it gets down to this god-awful final round. I feel it's only appropriate (laughs) for Mr. Wicked to hand the cup Uh, uh, to your former tag team partner and best-friended life all the time. Congratulations, Tax. Enjoy the cup. Thanks. (laughs) If this falls out the window on my drive home, I'll be really upset. (laughs) Congratulations. We are the <laughs> <laughs> My friends. Screwing <laughs> it back together. Oh, that's oh, amazing. Oh, wonderful. What a fantastic <laughs> accolade to be able to come back at WrestleMania weekend to defend this again. Great. Sure. <laughs> well, that's the idea. We're back for WrestleMania, hopefully. Watch Wrestle Kingdom. It's two day. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't oh, yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy Wrestle Kingdom. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Happy New Year everyone. A decade of destruction. <laughs> 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 Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening, however you're consuming the Super Quiz Cup. Number three. Tax for the third year in a row, third event in a row, retaining the Super Quiz Cup. <laughs> Look at the joy. Your missus is going to be so happy <laughs> to have that back on the mantelpiece. <sighs> brilliant <laughs> you can find us at the world of wrestling podcast.com world of rest pod on twitter and world of wrestling podcast on facebook let's do our social medias i am at the tex williams on facebook twitter and instagram you can find me doing commentary for wonderful scpw and pro wrestling all stars wrestling for an oh wait no <laughs> not them uh i don't even know good stuff so <laughs> let's go I'll, I'll link it in the box he finished as he went on <laughs> Yeah, I'm at Coach Wicked on Instagram and Twitter. Also, give SCPW Wrestling a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, come and check out a show. Come and train with us. Okay, cheers. Also, book Coach Wicked for your show. Seriously, if you want a proper professional wrestler to come make your cards better, book this man. Thanks, Tax. Yeah, couldn't agree See more. You later. Fucking hell. Okay, I'm Will Power. I'm at Viva Will Power on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Willpower SCPW on Instagram and Willpower Professional Wrestler on Facebook. Uh, and also check out Nina Clark, who taught me how to write songs. So if you want to learn how to write songs as well, check her out. And can awesome. we possibly record this and have this song released on Spotify for in time for the new year? That would be so good. I think we I can probably work that, that out for you. We can knows. get this done. We can get this done. And we'll make it Chris we'll make it the first number one of twenty twenty. <laughs> Nick's Nick's Twitter is Nick Ware Four. There you go. <laughs> so N I C K W A R E four on Twitter. Yes. There you go. There you nice. go. Thank you. I'm Fanboy Rich on Twitter and Instagram. Next week we're gonna be covering a wrestling show. We will. We'll be doing part two of our Shakara trip. No, we won't, because that would have been long gone because this is on at New Year. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we'll do Wrestle the- Kingdom probably it's two days and it's like eight hours each so I'm probably out. not <laughs> yeah okay anyway thank you everybody bye bye bye
might have fucked up a little on the end last game. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. How exactly? I might have clicked on the wrong list halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> So were you basically just going on guesswork from memory? It's too late to restart it. No, no, I was using the list. I was just clicked on the wrong list. So it was doing best WWE wrestlers for a while, rather than best heels for a while. So when Becky Lynch came up, I was like, Yeah, because I had <laughs> Some guys came up more than one. <laughs> but uh, congratulations, Tax. Well done. Well done, yeah. Good work. <laughs> Yourself? No. <laughs> Did you purposely pick that match? To lose. To <laughs>